1: Uh, happy to have you here with us. And um, just in case you type in comments, I don't, I, I get so engaged in the conversations, I don't look at the comments and we're streaming over from Zoom. So just please know I will answer any comments or questions and Stacey can always come and answer some questions and comments. Um, but I just wanted to let you know, feel free to ask things or, or say anything. Um, and we will certainly get back with you after after our interview. So I am very excited to have with
2: me yet again, uh, Stacey Brookman. So, welcome, Stacey. Hey, Terry. How are you? I'm just really excited to be here and just really thrilled you're doing this. This is just amazing. Amazing. Thank you stuff. so much.
1: Thanks. So, well, I've been so excited by the feedback. You know, I've done a lot of these pandemic self care conversations and, yeah, um, yeah the, the, the views have been incredible. Um, I think. Did I say over 100,000 views? I I can't remember what the numbers are, but it's just been so wonderful
2: and awesome to have so many people. People are seeking out help, right? And and you're providing it. So I love that.
1: Thanks. Thanks so much. Well, and you certainly offer it. And this is why I'm so glad we're connecting again. Uh, You know, you and I had a conversation. It's probably been two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um on the podcast. So um, right. I'm sure you've been up to a lot um, of wonderful, amazing work like you do. So yeah, so talk to people about what it is you've been up to.
2: Yeah. So I am working on like so my podcast is Real Life Resilience, Stories of Recovery from Life's Most Difficult Trauma. And I have, I actually have paused that for a little bit and I'm doing a YouTube, I'm like my YouTube channel is growing. And so I do a resilience this week. Um, just a, a, a pathway for people to say, okay, what, what are some new or unique ways that I can become more resilient, especially after or through emotional abuse. And so that's really my, my forte is how do you get that trauma out of your head and for for me, it's all about writing, getting that out, and writing it. And I do that in a, a variety of different ways. But one of them is that I invited you onto my emotional abuse recovery and resilience summit. So I don't just talk about that trauma and especially emotionally abuse, emotional abuse. I talk about how do you recover? How do you become an amazing resilient, strong person after or through that sort of experience, because, you know, I experienced that too, about 10 years ago. And so the summit continues, like anybody can go there and um, get the, like all of the interviews and your interview with me as well. That's at summit.com. And then my latest venture, I am teaching people actually how To write about their tough stuff, but not only how, but why, because there's a lot of scientific evidence that writing about those tough times in your life is incredibly. Healing, And so I created the Life Story Laboratory to be able to help people and guide people through writing those tough times and and understanding the science behind it. And some of them, if they choose, they craft their stories and I teach them how to craft them beautifully. But also if they want to eventually publish, then they, they can choose to do that.
1: Yeah, how beautiful. Well, one, I feel so honored to be among the guests that you've had on the summit, which oh. is just an, an incredible collection yeah. of trauma warriors and healers and people who yeah. have uh, yeah. survived and/or are working to help others. Um, yeah,
2: like, like an attorney trying- is on there. I mean, we have oh, um, yeah. counselors, therapists. We have um, people who are experts. Um, like Donna Anderson, who's the creator of Love Fraud, and just all different kinds of folks on there is just amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it and it is just it's not just so much about surviving, but thriving. And yes. I think that's your message very much so is that exactly. you you don't just have to get through what happened in the days, yeah. but you can blossom.
2: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I mean, I did. I I'm like you know I was slogging through life for. 10 years with an emotionally abusive spouse, and it was n- not fun. I didn't even know that's what it was. I didn't even have those words. And it it's crazy. Once you start learning about this stuff, and you're like, oh, you know, when I had the word um, narcissist, or I had the word sociopath, then I could start Googling and figuring out, okay, what is this? What, how do you deal with it? Like, what, what in the world? And um, the, the, best, best thing about this experience. And, and one of the, the interviews in there is what does this make possible? So what did that experience make possible for me was to be able to be a more resilient and more joy-filled person because I've gone through it and um, just be able to figure out how to do that and sh- being able to share it with others is, is a thrill. Yeah,
1: wonderful. I love it. And I, I know I went through the same thing. Once I started to discover these words of, yeah, you know, I had a very toxic friendship, mm-hmm. and um, ghosting and yeah, gaslighting and all yes. of those words, you know, that you start to understand and you look back and go,
2: Oh, now I see That's what was what happening. Because <laughs> yeah. you start to think you're crazy. You're like, you start to think, Oh, my gosh you know, is it me? And did I, did I really say that? Or did I really not say that? I thought I said that. And it's, it's, it, it is crazy. And you know what, during this time of the pandemic, it gets even worse, like, cause you're yeah. thrown into even more um, conflict or more situations with that person. So it can be even more incredibly difficult.
1: Yes. Well, that's what they're, I mean, predictions are saying, you know, that calls have gone down because, Uh, women are, or or partners, I guess, you know, whoever Mm -hmm. it can be men as well are stuck and can't get out or don't feel that they can get out of it. Yeah. Or they
2: don't have any privacy, far less privacy or times or places to call. And, and of course, like for mine, mine had put a a tracker on my computer. So I couldn't even type in things. I didn't even, I didn't realize it until later, but um, you know, you just don't have private often your even your own phone is not private they'll look at it and things like that so um, right. although uh, i'll just tell you the hotline is um, the hotline.org the uh, national uh, abuse hotline when you go to that and you exit out it exit like you, they have a X button at the top, you exit out and it takes it out of your history as if you never. Yeah. So I always like to share that with people. Where's my, hold on. I have the, uh, it's the hotline.org just in case anybody needs to it's 1-800-799-7233. I always like to share that because if you're curious about it, you want to know, you know, how do I get out or what, you know, if you have an emergency or you have, maybe you don't, have an emergency just yet but you're like okay where are some shelters what do i do you know how do i get out ahead of time you can go to the the hotline.org and then as soon as anybody walks in the room you just click that x and it wipes it off your computer so i love Wonderful. that
1: well yeah. i know on in watching some of the summit uh, speakers they're, they addressed that
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, like the steps you can utilize to yeah getting yourself safe which is the priority so right yeah
2: yeah i uh, actually have been recently doing a series on my youtube channel on it's it's under resilience this week but it's and it's not every video but some of those videos are all about how do you prepare yourself financially you know a lot of people are like i don't know if i can survive outside of this marriage financially there are ways absolutely ways. Or what if I don't have any friends or family to support me? Because often in these types of abusive relationships, you are alienated from your friends, your family, or they start, you know, uh, love bombing your family that your, your partner does. And so they're believing that person more than you. So you are kind of, you feel like you're in a bubble all by yourself and you don't have any help. There are ways to start building that support system. And, and so, um, lots of great stuff in there.
1: Yeah, for sure. Wonderful. All right. So any other things that you wanted to address as far as the pandemic and and some self-care
2: strategies? Yeah. So what I, what I discovered myself when I was going through that crazy time, I was divorcing a sociopath and like, I thought living with a sociopath was bad, (laughs) not even knowing that's what it was. But when I started, um, Though that the divorce, it was uh, of course long and drawn out. It was just very, very tough. That back and forth. Oh, let's let's collaborate. Let's let's make this a good time. Oh no, we're not. I didn't agree to that. You know, it was it was that um, just up and down emotional uh, emotional abuse, really what it was. When you are going through stress like that, you get a lot of brain fog, and of course you're being gaslit. You don't know, like, did I? I thought I did that, or I thought I said that, and just, just all kinds of stuff. So one of the things that I did when I was going through that was to start writing down what happened or what I said, or, you know, those events, just in little short, my attorney had recommended that just little short, non-emotional. Here's what happened. Here's what I said. Here's what happened. Here's what he said, that sort of thing, just yeah. to kind of jog your mind. Okay. This is what actually happened. Cause when you write it down right after, then, you know, you're not thinking up something. And then at the at the time I had a birthday and my parents gave me some money and I thought, I'm gonna spend this on me. You know, usually as moms, we don't usually right, spend right. stuff on, you know, even gift money, we spend it on our kids or family. And but I needed something that wasn't a divorce. That wasn't the kids, wasn't my job. That was just for me. This right. was like one of the very first self-care steps that I took. Looking back, I just haven't realized it, but that it was actually that one of the very first steps. And I took a memoir class because I'm like, I was just curious about writing and things like that. That changed my life. So what happened was I would start writing these crazy stories and, and they taught me, and this is the the what I teach in Life Story Laboratory is how to write those stories, how to um, take events in your life and craft them into an amazing story. And so I would bring these stories every Friday to this group and they couldn't fix things for me. And I wasn't asking them to, but but they, they couldn't fix things, but they could hold my story in their hands with um, care and concern and um, just be with me in that moment. And that was the most amazing thing. And I started realizing scientists have known this for years, that writing about that tough stuff, writing through those tough moments is incredibly healing. So that brain fog started to to fade. I realized through this writing, how in the world did me, a, a professional woman, end up in an abusive relationship. I'm like, how how does that happen? What in the world? What? But I got I got to see clearly, okay, here's the here's what happened. Here are the steps. And and I could look back with compassion on myself, right? I, I was in that particular frame of mind. I was doing the best I could at that moment with what I knew. And I started learning all kinds of things about myself. Like I have some superpowers and when you're in an an, an abusive relationship, especially when you're thrown into close quarters, like a lot of couples are right now, you get beaten down and, um, sometimes physically emotionally for sure mentally psychologically and what writing does is it starts to help you see the truth and the truth is that you are good you are capable you are strong you do have superpowers and and i, I absolutely love that and that's when i started doing some research about the psychological benefits of life story writing and and writing through, through these tough times and about these tough times. So a lot of people will say, oh, just get that that's past, you know, let it go, you know, bury it, don't think about it, you know, get past that. And, and I say, and a lot of scientists say, don't just bury it. Because what happens when you go through trauma Um, what happens is those memories are stored in a different part of your brain than regular memories. And so, you know, what you're going through right now, what you've been through in the past, what started this, even back to childhood, that's in this, whatever traumas, and it could be all different. Everybody's trauma is different, right? All of those are stored in this part of your brain where it hides from you until it's triggered and it comes out and then you act as an adult, you react to that as an adult as if you were like 16 or 8 or whatever and um, not realizing what you're doing and and how it could harm you, like staying in an abusive relationship or just allowing somebody to um, – belittle you and thinking, well, if I was just better or if I had just cooked that dinner a little bit, you know, I, I should have known he wanted spaghetti instead of chicken or something, you know, you you start to question yourself. So when you write and when you get this stuff out, first of all, you see, wait a minute, people have different stuff for dinner all the time. You know, why, why am I fretting over that? Um, and, and that's just one example, but there are all kinds of examples. And then you you start to see, okay, wait a minute, maybe it's not me. And maybe you're not ready to call it abuse. I call it tough relationships, but that is emotional abuse. Um, when you start writing and you get that out of your head. What it does is it takes those memories and it puts them in the other part of your brain where memories are meant to be uh, stored, right? And then they fade just like regular memories. And I love that part of it. I started discovering that when I did some uh, research. I'm like, wow, that's why I am a much better person. I am much more resilient. I am much more joyful even though I've gone through this terrible stuff, or I'm in the middle of going through this terrible stuff, I was so at peace. And I could see the steps I needed to continue getting out. And I could see I'm going to be okay. And that's just a beautiful thing started taking care of myself in a much better manner. And that was all because of writing. And and so when I figured this out, I'm like, Everybody needs to know. <laughs> Everybody needs to know about writing and its yeah. healing.
1: Oh, for sure. I think I have. We just recently moved from Ohio to South Carolina. And so, obviously, purging and boxing and packing and mm. uh, just found another box because we were almost completely unpacked, but we have, you know, still a, p- a pile. And I opened it up and I was like, oh, journals. Oh. <laughs> I probably have twenty different, twenty-five different journals oh that you know I was active with because I had like my blue day journal and my goals journal and my dreams journal and you know everyday daily journal because you're you're right, just getting it out and processing that is mm-hmm. well. When I you know went through my trauma through EMDR, it was it was a matter of taking. Traumatic events that I had not processed because I wasn't yeah. emotionally equipped to handle what was happening to me right. as a child. Once we started that processing, and I did, I journaled through all of that therapy and wrote about oh. it. I mean, writing a book and yeah, um, yeah, it's amazing what happens along the healing journey when you share yeah. your truths.
2: It so. is because, and as you write, and you probably discovered. Even more truths, because you know as human beings we have a huge capacity for pulling the wool over our own eyes. Yeah. and it really is designed to protect ourselves, right? because there's this cognitive dissonance. Um, I believe in people being and you know treating each other well, but he is not treating me well, so I must ignore that and and think everything is going to be fine or everything is fine right. and so, you have that. And so your brain is like, mm, that doesn't compute. So let's just hide that in the back. Right. And that's just a simplified way of explaining it, but th- your brain hides it from you for a reason yeah. and then for a time, but when it's ready, when you start to write and, and it's okay if you don't even want to write or don't want to write some of those things, you can write around the edges of them, which I love. Yeah. And, um, and so you're gonna find out that wow, this is maybe what happened. You're you're you gonna start finding new things about yourself. I, I found out like I I lowered my standards. I lowered my morals. I'm like, Ugh, I don't like that. I don't yeah. want people to know that. And in fact, one of the things I never wrote in a journal for a long time, because whenever I would start, I know how knew how healthy it was. Or I knew how people were like, this is so great. But what i was afraid of is all i could write was negative stuff and i was thinking you know if people found this later on down the road they're just going to think i'm an awful person (laughs) and so what you need to do is just write to get that junk out of your head just you don't even worry about sentence structure or capitalization or spelling or anything else just get it out in junk because then later you can pull different things and you can craft it into amazing stories of strength and learning and, and things like that as you, as you are healing. So um, I am very much an advocate of writing about and through those, those stuff, because instead of just putting it back in the back of your head, writing releases those tough stories. So they lose their power over you. Like you literally have power writing those words out or typing them. There's, there's a lot of people that say you've got to write. I believe writing by hand is absolutely amazing, but for me, I can type very, very fast and my brain just goes so fast. It's easier for me to get it out and so that's what I did. I know there are a lot of people who advocate just writing with your by hand. Either yeah. way is fine with me. Um, when you do that, you are going to create a resilience that defies the boundaries of what your experiences have been. And um, you're going to learn wisdom that you you're going to start utilizing those wisdoms that you discovered and that you, you learned, but you hadn't been implemented because they're hidden from you. And that's one of the key things is I I love it because like, wait a minute, I've learned a lot of lessons. It's not just a bad situation that I've just gotten through. And now I need to move on with my life. I learned some things and I hadn't yet implemented them. And, and so that is, that's really, really cool. Yeah,
1: I love it. And, you know, forgiveness was one of the biggest things I learned, I think was yeah. uh, just what a healing for my own self. It wasn't about you know giving peace to perpetrators or
2: some people would hurt me but for myself um, or even accepting what they did no it's not not about that at all no yeah Yeah, not yeah not justifying the behavior Not justifying yeah but for goodness it is it's it is just so releasing and and you can do that when you write and yeah uh, yeah
1: well, and another thing I think that brings up a good point is you know many people are afraid I can't write. What if somebody, what if the person finds it? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know I did a lot of burn or write and burn, um, you know, and just release yeah. that way. Um, or there's online where you can password protect. I mean, there's I think there's just other ways that you can. Yeah, you know,
2: I'll I'll tell you a couple of things I did, and and it's different if you have a computer. So if you have a computer take it to a computer place to see if there's a keystroke logger or some sort of program on it if it is that computer is not safe or you need to um uh, get that off or get a new computer or do something right. to wipe that out um, and then protect it and never let it like you know i would leave the room and i caught in one my my ex one time um on my computer and so what they can do is have it go to like all the keystrokes you do go to some place on their computer. Anyway, once it's wide cleaner, once you know, you have a very safe computer, you can type emails to yourself. Like I used to type emails to myself or I used to have a BlackBerry I would type emails and just get some of those stories out. Even if they were just half sentences or partial or whatever yeah. and send them to my work email. And I was able to do that. And then when I went to work, I was able to collect them and use a Google Drive there. Um, If you, you know, if you don't, if you're not able to do that, you can also send text messages or put notes on your phone. And um, as long as that is also password protected. And um, yeah, there's lots of different ways. You can send it to a friend or family member and just say, hey, if it has this in the title, don't even look at it, just save it for me, um, or, you know, something. Yeah. So there are lots of different ways you can you can get that story out. And, and it just it does, it does helps you heal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. So how do people connect with you? They can do writing courses with you? Yes. Yes. So we are starting another cohort of a life story laboratory, you can see what that's all about LifeStoryLaboratory.com laboratory.com. And and if you are interested in writing your stories and, and having some a cohort, a group of people who've also been through some of these tough times, go along with you. It's a very safe, very caring space of like-minded people. And you don't even have to give your, your regular name. You can choose a fake name if you want. Uh, so it's very, very safe. Um, or if you if you're interested in learning more about the life uh, the emotional abuse summit, you can go to emotionalabusesummit.com and you can see Terry. There are actually forty five different oh. interviews in there that you will have immediate access to, and um, it's like how do you parent? By through divorcing a narcissist, how do you rebuild yourself after um, after you've been through a tough relationship? Uh, what are some of the the tips and tricks that that they try to trick you with? I mean, there's just oh, so many. How do you reset your boundaries? You know, that's a yeah. that's a big one. That's a I big mean, one. Yeah, I was afraid if I started having boundaries, you know, he would get angry. And then I just realized, wait a minute, if he's angry. Why do I care? Because that's his, that's one of the things that clicked for me. Wait a minute. He's in control of his own anger. I'm not in control of his anger. If he's angry, that's his problem. Right. And, and so, um, you'll discover so many things. It'll, it'll show you all those different, uh, speakers on there. And then StacyBrookman.com is where I, um, give out free information. And, and um, that's my website. There's my podcast and blogs and stuff on there. And um, yeah, my, and my YouTube channel, it's youtube.com slash real life resilience, and lots of great videos on there. as Yeah, well. for sure. I've
1: watched them. And yeah, I think it's just well, your collection
2: of interviews,
1: your collection of um, this, the work you're doing is just beautiful and amazing. Yeah. And I thank you. I'm so glad we're
2: connected. It is fun. I love, love, love sharing this information. So thank you. Awesome. And I am I hope everyone here starts writing their stories. And even if it's tough, even if it's embarrassing, you never, ever, ever have to share it with anybody, but it's going to heal you. Yes, for sure. Amen. Yeah. All right,
1: well, thank you again, Stacy, for all the work you do and for joining us here today on Facebook Live for the Healing Place Podcast.
2: You are welcome, excited. Thanks a lot. Absolutely.
1: All right, everyone, until next time, remember, be gentle with yourself. Thanks. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening today to the Healing Place Podcast with your host and trauma warrior Terry Welbrock. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about Terry, her mission, and the hope for healing journey visit terry's website at www.terrywellbrock.com thank you for liking commenting sharing and offering your reviews on our youtube channel audio outlets and facebook page and as terry reminds us until next time remember be gentle with yourself